For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? This is Hall of Fame wide receiver Terrell Owens here, a.k.a. T.O. Get your popcorn ready. Do a favor. Leave my guy Connor a five-star rating after the show. Listen to it. uh, Give him some feedback. And also, if you want to listen to my podcast as well, uh, check it out. Subscribe, share. Uh, You know, you don't need to leave a five-star rating. You know, uh, we're five-star. I'm five-star all the time. Uh, My podcast is called Get Your Popcorn Ready with T.O. and Hatch. Uh, Again, Check out both of those podcasts, and hey, check it out, listen, and subscribe. This is a Brawl Network production. You're listening to the Eagles Brawl Podcast. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Here to take you on the road to victory. It's Connor Miles, Ed Cross, Johnny Page, and Tyler Steege. Thanks for tuning in to Eagles Brawl of the Brawl Network. However, you're listening, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Co-host Connor Miles here with another quick hits episode. Want to do a little quick preview before the matchup against Pittsburgh tomorrow. I'm recording this Saturday night. I'm releasing it Saturday night. It's a little late, so most likely some of you will listen to it tomorrow. But uh, we may or may not have a pregame show. We're still in decision about that. Uh, I know uh, schedules are conflicting right now, so it may not happen. So I will give my DFS Eagles player of the week candidate in this episode. But uh, let's just get right into it. What's my breakdown, my keys to victory against Pittsburgh and what they, I feel the Eagles need to do to go in here and upset Pittsburgh at home. Uh, excuse me, in Pittsburgh is what I mean by that. But Let's get right into it. So I think they should set the tone early on the run. I think this is the game where you just say, you know what? First couple of weeks, we haven't really leaned on Miles Sanders much. Uh, we're trying to get him healthy, but we're just, we're one, two in one football game. The Steelers are he- heavily favored to win this game. We need to go out there. We need to change it up. We need to give something that they don't expect is coming. We need to establish a flow with the run game. We need to establish Miles Sanders as a threat, a playmaker that needs to be accounted for in this game so we can open up some plays for everybody around him. And I just ride the Miles Sanders train. I don't know if he's fully injured. I don't know what Doug Peterson's issue with it is. We discussed it with Ed on the show. We've discussed it multiple times. I don't know. But this is the game where I'm going right into it. And this is my quarterback struggling. He has wide receivers. He has barely any, any chemistry with. They're not the greatest either at all. I'm going to go all in on Roddy Miles Sanders and see what we can do uh, with that. That's just what I think that's what the Eagles need to do, especially this new offensive line. Look, they're facing a very good Pittsburgh front seven. And Pittsburgh blitzes 50% of the times. If you listen to our 
preview show earlier in the week. That's every other play they blitz. And Carson Wentz's passer rating is 28% this season when he is blitzed. So the Steelers, you already know, are going into this game thinking that that's something that we need to do. That's something that we need to uh, heavily put the pressure on Carson Wentz, especially with his makeshift offensive line. I know we're all hailing Jordan Mulata against how he played against San Francisco. He did look great. It's it's the truth. He did look great. But this is a whole different ball game. This is a whole different uh, front seven. He he played against Kerry Hyder next last week. Now he's going up against the likes of Casey Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, uh, Bud Dupree, TJ Watt. Like this is this is a front four that will get after it, and they blitz a lot, like we just mentioned. So if Jordan Mulata doesn't look good, I'm not going to kill him for it. I know a lot of fans are going to be like, "You guys put the crown on Jordan Mulata too early." We're a reactionary fan base. I know it's going to happen. That I'm not expecting a great game from this offensive line. Just to be quite honest with you guys, this is why I set the tone early with the run, do the play action, do the RPOs with Wentz, get him the field for the game, get him out of the pocket, take the pressure off this offensive line. Cause look, we, you have to go in these matchups. Look, they went into Washington week one and that defensive line completely talent for talent overmatched this offensive line. And it showed this. It's not the difference here. This front seven in Pittsburgh is extremely better than what this offensive line is right now. You don't even know if Lane Johnson is going to make it the whole entire game. He's going to play. We don't know if, what if something like how it happened in San Francisco last week happens again this week where he's in and out, you have to put Jack Driscoll in. Jack Driscoll's a fine player, but again, this is Pittsburgh front seven. This is one of the best defenses in the league. I'm not going to kill the offensive line, but I need Doug. I need Jeff Stoutland. I need all the play callers to come together this week. I hope they did. I hope they came together this week and they, they knew what they saw the paper, the matchup on paper. And instead of hoping for the best and thinking next man up and we'll, we'll continue to run the offense, what we have to do it, they have to they have to just understand this is a team. This front seven is completely overpower your offensive line. Your quarterback is struggling versus the blitz. Clearly, this season he's struggling altogether, but he's struggling a majority against the blitz. Pittsburgh's going to attack you that way. I need to do stuff to help my offensive line out, and I'm going to do the outside counter zone scheme with the run with Miles Sanders. I'm going to bounce him to the outside of the tackles. Hope for the best. Keep him on the right side where he favors. Go ahead. See what Nate Herbig and Lane Johnson can do. Try their most trusted side right now on your offensive line. Pound Miles Sanders through those holes. Pound Miles Sanders to the right side of the line. See what they can do because you need to establish a heavy run early. Open that which I could open up the play action, which hopefully can get your guy Ertz involved. Uh, the offense runs through Zach Ertz. Defenses have obviously taken him out of the equation. I expect the same thing to happen. This week, they have to do something to help get him involved. If they get him involved, the offense gets slightly better. I'm not saying it's going to be that much better now. I know everybody's hoping for the Deshaun Jackson return and now Sean Jeffrey return to really light the world on fire when those guys are. I don't. I, I I don't know where we stand with them right now. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey should be playing for his next team, not missing games because the illnesses. I understand COVID going on. Uh, I, I'm not going to kill him. I I'm just a little salty. I guess I'll say. I would play. Uh, I know that Anonis probably doesn't allow you to play right now with everything that's going on, but uh, you're playing for your next team right now. You have to do everything you can to help this Eagles team out to look good, to help help you have your career continued. I, I would go out there as soon as I possibly can. And Deshaun, I mean, the same thing with Deshaun. And if he wants to continue playing football, it's probably not going to be in Philadelphia next year, so you might as well help yourself out and play for your market. But the truth of the matter is, even when they come back, they'll probably get injured again. Just flat out, they'll probably get injured again. They're not reliable players no matter what. Deshaun looks like, I mean, that obviously the offense wasn't too keen on his usage, 
in the beginning while he was healthy, but uh, he's still a ghost. I mean, it, it, this whole season with him has been, he's been a ghost. So uh, to, rely, to, to say I'm going to rely on Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson to make a difference in this receiving game, I'm not. I'm going to rely on Jalen Rager to come in and do that. I'm going to hope Quez Watkins shows you something. I'm not expecting much from from him, but I'm hoping he shows you some kind of big play playmaking ability, which you could, you could lean on, which you could say, hey, maybe we move off of uh, like Ed Cross, Sports Illustrated, our Eagles Brawl Insider, wrote an article this week that took some heat. Uh, it got a mixed reaction, but it was a bold take that nobody's gone with yet, and I think it's a fair take because if you drop, let's just say theoretically speaking, the Eagles go one for they they drop to Pittsburgh and. Ugly win, loss. The offense looks bad. They lose. Same thing as Baltimore. Offense looks bad. They lose. You're one, four, and one. You you, you don't. You, there's no way Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson made that much of a difference. Do you just move off of those guys? That's what Ed was saying. He says he wrote an article this week for Sports Illustrated. You can check it out uh, on sportsillustrated.com, si.com, uh, Eagles Mavin page. He wrote that. They should move on, find ways. The Eagles should find ways to move off of Deshaun Jackson, move off of Alshon Jeffrey, and lean on the young guys. And I think if you get to that point where you're one four and one and you just don't look good at all, I, I kind of tend to agree. I tend to agree. I want to know if Quez Watkins can have a future with this team because I have to go in this next draft and I have to draft wide receivers again. My cap situation is looking awful. There's a top heavy 2021 20, wide receiver class with some studs. I need to look into going that, investing that route again, then pair them with Jalen Rager long-term and hope Greg Ward finds a solidified role, which I think at this point, he's your, your slot wide receiver by committee. You're theoretically your wide receiver for. Uh, you're hoping John Hightower shows you something that he could perform in a in some type of role, and then you're hoping to save your Quest Watkins. Uh, I think J.J. Strickland-Whiteside, that, that pipe is over. So uh, it's going to be crazy. With the, this week is going to show you a lot because you need a wide receiver. The, one of the keys to victory this week is what we expect for the Zach Ertz double coverage, we want them to establish the run. But a wide receiver is going to have to step up in some shape or some form this week. And it's not like Steven Nelson and Mike and Mike Hilton for the Steelers are lighting the world on fire. Uh, we're going to need another wide receiver to step up. And one of the wide receivers is my DFS player of the week that I'll get into in a little bit. But one wide receiver has to step up this week. One I, Travis Fulham was probably the receiver last week that made that one big play. They're going to need a route receiver to make more than one big play this week. They're going to need him to step up and bail Carson once out and help Carson help your quarterback out. I think I know who it's going to be this week. I'm hoping I have an idea who it's going to be this week. I have a reason for who's going to be this week. I'm hoping it's going to be this week, but to rely on an Eagles player on offense at this point, uh, I think we all know that's not a good decision. But another thing is, like I said, RPO them to death. Let, let Carson Wentz be mobile again. Let him keep – he has to be Carson. Let Carson be Carson. Uh, your wide receiver corpse is depleted as usual. Your tight ends getting phased out of the games. Your offensive lines that make sure they'll fall on offensive line. Do whatever you can possibly do to win. I don't care what your stat line looks like. Do what you have to do to win. The 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 cards are already stacked against you, my friend. You're playing a really great defense, and your your offense is really banged up. Uh, Jim Schwartz has to keep the feel of this defensive line. He has to continue to keep bringing the pressure. Uh, he has a feel for it right now. 13 sacks the last two games. Uh, 33 quarterback hits in that time span. They know how to get after the quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger is a turnover-prone quarterback. He can fumble. He can throw picks. He's stationary in the pocket. Very statue, statue-like. They know how to use Jannard Avery right now. They have a flow for him. The Steelers have their second team, uh, second string right tackle in with their starting Zach, Zach Banner out for the season. Uh, this guy's last name is like Okorafor. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not trying to butcher his name, but he's not that good. He lost the competition to Zach Banner uh, going into this training camp, so... 
They could take advantage of the right tackle situation with the Steelers. The Castro's not that fully healthy. So maybe you already know what side of the line you want to attack. Uh, it's not that it's not the same Steelers offensive line as it used to be. They lost Mike Munchak, their offensive line coach to Denver, and ever since it just hasn't been the same offensive line. I think this is a very beatable offensive line that you can pressure uh, Ben Roethlisberger a lot and get him to their turnovers. Get him to do because that's the best thing that the Eagles to do. You saw last week when they finally got over the turnover curve, they came in bunches, like we said earlier in the week on the preview show, and the Eagles won that way because they didn't. Their offense put up 18 points. That wouldn't have won them in the game. They would have lost by two. That pick six by Alex Singleton really sealed the deal. That's how they really won. The defense has to come up again with the turnovers. That will put them in position to win. They can do that against this offensive line. The game's going to be – Juju Smith I, – I fully expect Juju Smith-Schuster to destroy the Eagles. So they have a good stat line. I would probably start him in your DFS lineups if you're not already. He's in a couple of mine. I, Nicole Roby Coleman, obviously, as we know, has been struggling. Uh, other than that, Jalen Mills is probably going to be your quarter again this week. Marcus Epps is playing. I'd put Juju in. I think Deontay Johnson is going to see a lot of Darius Slay. I don't think it's going to be vice versa. I don't think Darius Slay is going to – I think probably at times you'll see him on Juju, but I think majority of his snaps will be on – Deontay Johnson, who's a very good player, folks. Uh, I don't think a lot of people recognize him as a good player that he is. He's a great outside wide receiver. Frees up Juju to play in the slot, and they also have Chase Cloypoo as well. Not to worry about him if Jalen Mills plays corner. I think Jalen Mills can handle Chase Cloypoo pretty well. He played well last week. I know he gave the touchdown, but he played uh, he played well against San Francisco as Johnny Page pointed out in his turning the page of all 22. Jalen Mills played well. I think he can handle it this week, too, if he plays corner against Chase Claypool. It's Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Smith who I'd be worried about this week for the Steelers going off. And Eric Ebron, obviously, as well, too. I mean, they gave up three touchdowns to Tyler Higby. Uh, first week, uh, Logan Thomas looked good against them as well. And then we obviously know George, what George Kittle did to them. I think Eric Ebron would be no different. I think he's going to have a good game just because the linebackers are the linebackers. They're banged up with injuries. We can cry and scream to get Nick Gary off the field all we want. That's not going to happen. Duke Raleigh even look like he's going to play still until Will Parsh comes back. I don't expect much from the linebacker crew. I think it's still going to be uh, exposed. I think the Steelers offense is really going to try to attack that middle of the field with Eric Ebron. I expect a good game from him. But this is the at least I could say one thing. The Eagles' run defense has struggled this season so far. But going up against James Conner and the Steelers' uh, run game, the up, up the middle, uh, nothing outside, straight up the middle physical run game. I think the Eagles can handle it. I think they could match up well against uh, James Conner and Benny Snell. I think they're going to do well. I, I'm not that concerned about them versus the run. I think they can contain the run. They can pressure Ben Roethlisberger. I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people think. I'm worried about the Eagles going against the Steelers and their, their powerful defense. It's a beatable team, though. It is a beatable team. It's not like they're an elite team. I think the Eagles could beat them. But, I mean, it's going to be tough. And I don't know if they have enough on offense to get it done, but this is the, I'm just giving my, my simple keys to victory. This is how they can get it done. And that's the way I think right now. And like I said, I mean, JJR take a white side looks like he's going to be healthy. I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know if Quez Watson's going to be in, inactive. I don't know what the wide receiver picture is going to look like so far, but like I said, a wide receiver has to step up and produce. And I might as well just get into it right now. Who I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Greg Ward. I think this is the Greg Ward game. I think Carson Wentz has to go into this game. You know what? Zach Ertz is going to be taken out of this game plan. We should already expect it. That should be the, an expectation going into this game. My The most chemistry I have with wide receiver on the team is Greg Ward. He has a matchup this week against Mike Hilton, who, according to Pro Football Focus, is allowing uh, 
0.48 fancy points per route to the slot wide receiver. He has the third worst ranking in all of coverage stats in pro football focus. Greg Ward is 4,600 on DraftKings, 5,000 on FanDuel. It's so tough to play an Eagle skill player. But this is the matchup where I think you do it. Look, the Steelers defense has allowed the 10th fewest points on opposing wide receivers this season. So that already right there scares you because you look at the Eagles and then you look at their wide receivers and you're like, well, but I think this, I, I'm pretty, pretty sure I had to fact check this. The Steelers combined opponents are 1 and 11, maybe 2 and 12, something like along those lines. So, like, like I said, this isn't a, a team where it's unbeatable. It's just they match up. Their defenses can take advantage of the Eagles' lack of explosiveness on offense because they have the Michael Fitzpatrick's of the world. They have the Joe Hayden's of the world. They have the Devin Bush's of the world. They have the uh, T.J. Watts. They have the Bud Dupree's, Alex Highsmith's, the Stephon Tewis, the Cam, uh, Cam Hayward's. They have a great defense. They're coached very well. Mike Tomlin coaches the defense extremely well. But this is the game where you Carson Wentz has to go into it and says, I have to rely on my guys. I have to rely on Greg Ward and his matchup because Greg Ward lines up majority in the slot. And I have to take advantage. And folks, if you're looking for a budget play for your DFS lineup this week, I think Greg Ward's a safe play. I think he's going to see a lot of high volume. I, I think for these reasons against his matchup is really great. I think Carson Wentz has to explode that. And I'm pretty sure that's what the Eagles focused on during practice this week. But like I said, just to recap real quick, don't kill the offensive line for if they look bad. Please understand the matchup. On paper, the talent for talent wise, the Steelers incredibly overpower this Eagles makeshift offensive line. It's still getting a feel for it. Matt Pryor shouldn't be out there. I think we've all gotten to the point of seeing what the team saw on Matt Pryor. That's it's just he's just not it. So don't kill the offensive line if they look bad. It's still a work in progress. They're still forming forming chemistry. Jordan Mulata showed you something to build off of still. Don't forget it. Nate Herbig showed you a lot to build off of so far. Don't forget it. They're young. They're still trying to get that chemistry. This is a very, very, very good Steelers front seven they're going against and the best blitzing team in the NFL. Let's not forget it. All right, guys. Well, that's it for quick hits. We'll try it again to do the live show tomorrow. Uh, Pre-game show. We're going to try for it. Uh, Hopefully it works out. If not, at least you have this uh, quick hits of ours to lean off of for Eagles Raw. So that's my last prediction. I'll give my prediction. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the reverse psychology thing again because I, last week I picked San Francisco to win and I cited the reasoning being in reverse psychology. So I'm going to do it again because either way, I, I, I'm not that confident in this offense. I think the defense has to step up and claim this game. They have to be the ones that claim this game. They have to get after Big Ben. They have to cause the turnovers. They have to let the offense just be a game-managing t- type offense and they have to get, take control of this game. So I'm going to pick Pittsburgh for the win. I'm going to say that they win 21 to 13. No, let's, no, no. Let's do 21-16. 21-16. I think the Steelers win 21-16. But again, I'm studying my reasoning as reverse psychology. And hopefully the Eagles do win because that's obviously what we all need. We want an Eagles win because it'll be a stressful week if they don't. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Jam-packed week coming up with – uh. Philly Sports with Giovanni, and then both us will recap with uh, the, the Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia matchup with Ed Cross. See you guys. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.